This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dot, I assume Tom. This morning I had the chance of speaking with Juan Pablo Raba. You've known him from Narcos, Peppermint, uh, Shot Caller, and now we're talking about his latest film, The Marksman, which is available on VOD April 26th. Uh, Juan Pablo, how are you today? Hey, RC, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, and let me let me correct that. I'm sorry. Digital April 27th, and then Blu-ray and DVD May 11th. Uh, congratulations on the film. This has a very uh, Rambo uh, uh, Last Blood feel to it. You know, you're intense, man. I'm even scared of you, and I'm just talking to you on the phone. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing to be scared of, man. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a job, and somebody's got to do it. And I was, I was the guy for the job. <laughs> well, you did a good enough job that that you're scaring people already, and they're like, man, I'm, I'm kind of wondering about this guy. Oh man, it was a, it was, it was a trip. You know, it was a trip when you, when they tell you that you're going to play that guy against Liam Neeson. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a dream come true, right? Um, this guy, he's such a legend and he's such, he's such a class act. He's, uh, he's such a cool guy. He's such a professional actor. It was a real pleasure to work with, man. And, um, you know, when director Robert Lawrence approached me and told me that, you know, what, what he wanted to accomplish, well, I just figure it out, man, if I'm going to play a bad guy against Liam, I better, I better work my butt, you know, cause it's not an easy task to, 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 to play against this, this, this guy. For sure. Well, dude, you impressed Robert Lawrence enough, man. I mean, the guys worked with everybody, including Clint Eastwood, one of the greatest of all times. And here we are in a modern Western that's taking place at the Arizona border. Uh, like I said, we saw it with Rambo, the last blood, but this is a little more intense. Whereas the Rambo franchise ended with that. We can kind of see the marksman uh, build up from there. Well, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. You know, like, I think this story is like a one, you know, one time deal. Um, uh, but, but, but I think it's very interesting what you just said, you know, like that modern day Western kind of field, because, uh, it's, it's a very simple story in its core, right? And it's basically a man's journey and how this man who, who has absolutely no, no hope of living anymore and he doesn't have anything to live for. He suddenly finds that motivation to kind of keep going in this little boy who, who personifies, you know, everything that, that he thinks is wrong, right? Which is, uh, illegal immigration, uh, undocumented aliens and so and so. And suddenly, you know, he through, through this journey with this kid, he starts, you know, seeing, uh, brown people in a complete different way. And that's, and that I think it's, it's the real beauty of the story, right? It's a, it's a journey within. Yeah. And it also has that vibe of like grandfather, grandson relationship, because you know how sometimes like the dad gets lost in translation, doesn't necessarily get along with his dad, doesn't necessarily get along with his son, but then like yes. the, the grandfather and the grandson connect. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that that's beautiful. You know, that, that the way that relationship evolves during the story and the way that that, that, that story changes, you know, Liam's character. It's really cool. I, um, I was, I was really, really, really proud and surprised, you know, when I, when I saw the film, cause I think it really works out pretty well. Right. No, the, the film's great. And like when you find out the budget versus what you think it was shot for, it's, it's night and day and it, it's just amazing what, what you guys pulled off. In such a limited amount of time, too. This isn't like you guys had six to eight months to film this. 
No, no. Well, yeah, you have, you have to consider that Robert Lawrence comes from a Clint's school, right? And Clint mm-hmm. Eastwood, he's a very, I would say he's a very effective film director, you know? Like he, yeah. when, when you tell, when you, when you, when you hear the stories about the way he shoots, the way he works, you know, like I, I completely understood what we were going to do with Robert. We were, you know, we were on a limited budget, uh, with limited time, but we were definitely going to make the best out of it. And Robert, you know, he was very careful about the, the people that worked with him and, uh, and along his side. And, uh, it, it was a good experience for everybody. How does that up your game as an actor? I mean, you're, again, you're working against Liam Neeson. You're working with, with Robert Lawrence. You got the, this modern Western. You're playing the villain. And, you know, the villains are oftentimes the more fun characters to play because they're so multifaceted. You know, you got to step up at some point and like knock it out of the park as well. And especially with yeah. somebody like Liam, who's been doing this 35 plus years, you know, yeah. like, what yeah, does that definitely. do for you? Well, definitely that was a challenge, right? I mean, the, the way I see every project I work in is just like a little ladder, you know, and some ladders, it, it, you climb one step, other ladders, you know, you go down a couple steps. I think uh, when you have the opportunity to work with people like Robert, like uh, Liam, like Catherine, it just, you know, you have to step up your game. You really have to set your ground. And, and it's a bit of a, you know, a little proof, not only to, to yourself, but, you know, to the fans, you owe it to the fans, you owe it to, to, to your peer, to your director. And as I say, playing, uh, opposite Liam, well, you have to bring your A game all the time. Right. Um, you know, the, this touches upon immigration, illegal immigration, um, my, migrants, um, you know, and uh, it's been heavy, heavily politicized from both sides, and both sides have pretty much done the same thing, just rechange the phrasing of yeah. what they find acceptable versus unacceptable. Uh, yeah. What do you tell people that have an issue with something like this uh, to pay attention to, especially for the children versus the adults? Because, well, RC, I think that's the beauty of art, right? And uh, by art, I mean I mean filmmaking is that. You can talk about such a huge topic like immigration or illegal immigration, and it doesn't matter on what side of the spectrum you stand in, right? But we're just telling a story, and this is not a political story. This is just about a kid who's being um, who's being chased by a bad guy, in this case me, and it doesn't matter where you come from. This story can happen anywhere, right? And it does, right. and it does happen. So the beauty of it, as I was, as I was telling you, is that you can focus on just one simple story. You can just focus on the story of a single human being and then you can decide what is right or wrong. But if you let yourself be touched or moved by the story of this child in this case, there might be a chance that your, your, your perspective on, on such a broad subject might change and might get focused. And that I think is what I like about projects like this is about telling people, Hey, we have a film. It's an action film, but there are other, other, you know, subjects that are not out there in your face, but that will create a conversation. And I think that is the most important thing that can happen with any art uh, form of art is that it creates a conversation. Um, when, when you make a film like this with such a limited time and unlimited budget and you know, you're in the trenches filming it and then you finally get to see the final project. 
Like how much of an effect does it have on you emotionally? Because you experienced it making it, but now you're sitting from an audience perspective, watching it back. Well, you know, RC, um, I've been, I've been, I've been doing this for 20 plus years too. And if there's one thing that I've learned is that once you finish your job, it's done. Right. And you have to forget about it. And so I have, I have, I have taken this approach, uh, towards my work, like for the last 10 years. And it's been fantastic because I really focus on creating my character. I focus on being there, being there for my director, for my fellow actors, delivering my lines, and then I'm done. That's it. So when I get to see the movie, it's really cool because I get to see it as an, as just as, as an ex, as, as a regular audience, right? And I get to be touched and I get to be surprised. And I also get to also say like, Hey, I didn't like it or I loved it. And in this case, it was really, really cool because I really enjoyed it. I was really, really pleasantly surprised, you know, by, by, by what Robert accomplished with the film. And that's, that's a very cool, that's a very cool sensation. Well, Juan, uh, Juan Pablo Raba, I could be talking to you about this all day, picking your brain about acting and everything else. Unfortunately, we're running out of time because I know you got like 12 more interviews throughout the day. <laughs> uh, the, the Marksman comes out on digital Tuesday, April 27th, and then on Blu-ray and DVD May 11th. Where can we find you on social media to connect? And why should we buckle down and watch this film on the 27th, the day it releases on digital? All right. Well, you can find me on social media. Uh, I'm uh, just my handle. It's my my first and last name, Juan Pablo Raba. So at Juan Pablo Raba. And, um, I, I think that every Liam Neeson fan is really, really going to enjoy this movie because it, it's going to bring you some, some, some part of Liam that, that hasn't been, you know, shown lately. And, and yes, there's adventure, you know, and yes, there's Liam kicking butt, but there's also this, this very, very deep, deep and powerful performance by Liam that I think you're all going to enjoy. Uh, Juan Pablo Raba, thank you so much for your time. Real quick, before I let you go, what does Raba mean in Spanish? Because I'm going to tell you what it means in Aramaic afterwards. Oh, uh, actually, I don't know. But I, I do know that it comes, it comes, I, you know, I, it has, it has um, a past in the Middle East, but uh, it mm-hmm. doesn't specifically have a meaning. What does it, what does it mean? Well, in the Middle East, in the Aramaic language, it means great or huge. So, oh, like large okay. in size. And size. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not as big as Liam. Liam is bigger than me, but I am six six one. So that's pretty. That that's pretty decent. See, you're getting there, my man. All right. Thank you so much All for right, your time. Donna. We'll talk later.